I'm Helen. And I'm Liz. And we're sisters, scientists, and lifelong X-Files fans. And this is We Want to Believe. All right, so I wanted to start out today by letting everyone know, uh, first a reminder, of course, that we are on Instagram if you want to engage with us there. And we are at We Want to Believe Pod on Instagram. That's I'm our- just going to say believe is spelled B-E-L-I-E-V-E. Yep. And that's as much a reminder to myself as it is yep. for others. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Similarly, we have an email address in which believe is spelled the same way. Yes. Um, so if you'd like to email us, you can reach us at we want to believe pod at gmail.com. And we would love to hear your stories, your comments. If you, you know, if one of our episodes reminds you of something or you have something to add, um, anything, it would be fun. Also, if there's anything on an upcoming episode that you want us to think about in advance Ooh, or yeah. something like that, uh, let us know. Yeah. Yeah, totally. All right. Cool. So and today, so with, you go, go for it. All right. Today I'll do we're it. talking. <laughs> <laughs> we are on point here. I'm going to talk. We're talking about shadows, yes. which uh, last time I believe I said something super smart about how I believe it has something to do with areas where there aren't light or something <laughs> idiotic. Uh, I would, I kind of, you actually were wrong what I meant and I was wrong. Yeah. I think I was thinking about a completely different episode that's much later in the series. Uh, so yeah. even though what I had said was nonsense, it was wrong nonsense as well. <laughs> so I actually, I confused this episode with the one with the photographer who sees people's deaths. Yes. Oh, that's also, such a good one. The one where Skinner is seeing that like woman in a raincoat. Oh my god, yeah. Ooh, in the I don't know coat, why, yeah. but those three are kind of like and tied see, in my I brain. I mixed this one up with the one with Janice from Friends. Oh. I don't remember which one that is. I can't remember anything else well, except we'll get there. He <laughs> works somewhere. Oh. Office-y? I think there's a fish tank. I kept waiting for the fish tank in this episode. And then finally I was like, maybe that's in the episode with Janice from friends. There's definitely a fish tank. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely a fish tank. I think someone might've drowned in it or been killed in it. Huh? Also we'll see. I've been wrong about many things that I've said before. (laughs) So we'll see. Because this one does have someone being drowned. So now I'm like, maybe yeah. I'm just kind of combining. Well, no, two. not actually. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah. Being, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not by choice, but yeah. Right. Yeah. So Shadows, it opens in an office building where we see the desk of Howard Graves. And it says it's HTG Industrial Technologies in Philadelphia. It's a picture of him and Clinton. Oh, yeah. So he's like a big shot. Yeah. And there's Howard a woman... Graves, not Clinton. I mean, yeah. also Clinton. So, yeah. I don't know if you've heard of this Bill Clinton. Yeah, yeah. We're here to tell you. He's kind, kind of, of a big, big shot. shot. Yeah. There's a woman who is very, very familiar looking, cleaning his office. And I, I looked her up and she's not in, well, she is in everything, not in anything in particular. The main yeah, character of yeah. this Yeah, so I know, I figured out where I know her from. Oh. She was on My So-Called Life. Oh, see, I never And I don't think that. you watched that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she ends up working with Angela Chase's dad. 
I don't know if they have an affair or if Angela thinks they're going to have an affair or something like that. Hmm. But yeah, I, she like meets him at a cooking class. Angela Chase is. Oh come on, it's um Claire Danes, the main oh. character. Oh, oh, it's okay. really good. I mean, it's like so nineties and, yeah. and teen angsty and intense, and it's like almost too much to watch because it's so intense yeah. in a very different way than like the X Files is intense. Yeah. <laughs> to be clear, Angela's so she was mom in that. has mom's haircut at the time, like exactly, Ooh. like it's the same hair. Um, yeah. yeah. So she, so I know her from my so-called life. So oh, I had okay. to look her up. I guess she was also on a couple different Frasers. Yeah. And she was also on ER. Um, oh, and she was also on that. Private Practice. Like any drama, she yeah. had some sort of guest role mm-hmm. on. And I don't have the woman's name in front of me. That would be helpful. Oh, yeah. But uh, the character's name was Lauren Kite. Is yes. Her character. Lauren, yes. In the X-Files episode. Yeah. In the X-Files yes. episode. Yes. And uh, she is very sad and cleaning out this dude's office and uh, somebody comes in and is like, Oh, it's been a few weeks since he died. I thought you'd be feeling better. Maybe cleaning up the office will help you get over it without seeing the reminders every day. She was one of the first of many people in this episode that I thought was kind of a bitch. Yeah. There were like a lot, a lot. I know (laughs) a lot. Mm-hmm. And then, and really, she wasn't even that bad compared to some of the later yeah. ones. Yeah. 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 Cause then, is it at that point that the other boss comes in and is like horrible? No. Or maybe we just. No, not hot. yet. Okay. Cause uh, when does she go to use the ATM? So she, we learn that her boss was Howard Graves and that he died by suicide. And I do want to say that we will be that it's not a huge theme of the episode but we will be mentioning that so if there's anyone who that will be tough for this would be one to skip yeah but we won't be talking about that much it's not a main theme yeah thanks for mentioning that Helen yeah and there is a Ben Franklin quote on his desk in like a little on like a little glass plaque that we see suddenly move as uh Lauren the main character's back is turned right remember yeah, mm-hmm. something about today's and tomorrow's. I didn't write it down. Yeah, me neither. I, <laughs> I thought it was too boring. Inspiring. Yeah, <laughs> he's he has better ones. Yeah. So then she is going to the ATM, and she's attacked by two men, and, and dragged kind of, off. Yeah, dragged off so down scary. an alley, and then it says two hours later. And two teens come on, and I gotta say, the guy, I thought, that is a terrible actor. I was just like, <laughs> I don't know. It, it was like, you know, in Wayne's World 2, there's a scene at the end at the gas station where Mike Myers oh, yeah. turns the camera and is like, I know it's a bit part, but we couldn't get a better actor than this. And then they suddenly, they bring in Charles Charlton Heston to play yeah. the gas station attendant. <laughs> like, I felt like... I know that this guy has like three lines, but I am not impressed. There are plenty of good extras in yeah, the X-Files. absolutely. I mean, the girl was fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And so, so yeah, they're like dumpster diving. They're looking mm-hmm. for a place to crash. And they kind of pull down this fire escape and some bodies fall on them off yeah. of the fire escape. And it's clear, at least it was clear to me, although I'd seen it the episode before. Same guys. Uh, that it's those, so. those two guys who attacked yeah. Lauren at the ATM. Mm-hmm. And I think that is where we get the opening credits. Yes. Yep. And then we come back and Mulder and Scully are in the Bethesda Naval Hospital in the pathology lab. 
And these two people, who are not FBI, are asking them to take a look at the bodies. And they're just very cryptic and won't say where they are from. Right. Or where, what the deal is with the bodies, why they want them to yeah. look at them. They're just yeah. like, have you seen anything like this? Because it looks like their throats have been crushed from the inside. Yeah. What they say. Yeah. 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 And they have abnormal postmortem muscle reflexes. So the right. Scully pulls back the sheet and the guy twitches, which is right. my worst fear. I feel like you've already claimed some other things are your worst fear, but I could be wrong. <laughs> my worst running list. fear as I am working in my day-to-day life. Okay, but you like, mostly I, work with bones. So yeah. are you concerned that the bones Because <laughs> that no, would I be weird. That. But that's I mean, true. it strikes me as But that would be a different, different sort of, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I haven't worked with many full bodies, I guess. Yeah. So... Although, I mean, like, what's worse, a full body or, like, a body part just moving on its own? I feel like a full body because oh. it implies that they could just, like, come to life and be a zombie. Or as a body part, you think this is, you don't want it to move, but it's not going to be, like, a being. Right. It would be, like, uh, what's in the Adams Family? Thing. Thing. <laughs> yeah. It would be, like, thing. It would be, like, thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you, thing. <laughs> All right, so the full body would be worse. Yeah, that would be worse. Yeah. Yeah. So they say he's still responding to high levels of electrostatic charge. Should we talk about what electrostatic charge is specifically? Let's please, because I don't know. It's really simple. Probably something like static electricity? Yeah, um, yeah, static electricity. (laughs) But let's talk about it. The the key feature is the word static. Mm. It's not moving charge. It's not a current. So there's... Anytime we talk about okay. charge, what we're really talking about is an excess or a lack of electrons, right? So if something is electrically right. charged, right. Right. that's yes. either, either it has extra electrons and it's negative or yes. it has fewer electrons of, and it's positive. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, sorry. As compared to protons. When I say extra or fewer, I'm talking about compared to protons mm-hmm. um, that are in the nucleus. And we can't just gain or lose protons real easily. That's uh, since they're in the nucleus, that's when we start talking about, you know, nuclear bombs oh right really? um we don't just split the nucleus of an atom and pull off two protons right. in any easy way um not not necessarily just nuclear bombs but like that take that releases this huge amount of energy it's a mm-hmm. whole big thing whereas electrons can be pretty easily stripped off right right depending on the material and whatever that's how bonding uh, happens between different yeah. elements right yeah 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 so for something to be and have an electrostatic charge that just means the charge isn't moving like Hmm. it's literally just like um so if you get a buildup of static electricity Mm -hmm. and as michael scott says you touch the ball and your hair stands up and you know science (laughs) yeah right with the van de graaff generator (laughs) yeah that just means there's excess charge on you and like charge repels like so if you have excess electrons your hair gets all charged and they're and because your hair isn't very heavy and gravitational right. force isn't that hard all the individual hairs are now negatively charged so they repel each other and that's why your hair stands up oh that makes sense good i Yay. just learned something Yay. <laughs> yeah I yeah teach you okay about this. that makes yeah. sense yeah and so yeah. um so that's static charge it's just, it's not okay flowing through you gotcha. it's just on you and not necessarily okay. you it could be on an object or whatever okay so when i Whereas rub a balloon on the about... carpet and put it on yeah 
Yeah, exactly. You're just something. stripping off electrons and uh, there you mm-hmm. go. Um, we can talk about why does it stick to the wall and what's going on there. And because we don't have, to. but I don't think it really matters right now. The main thing I want to do is compare this to current, which is okay. moving charge. So when okay. you plug in your toaster or yeah. whatever, you plug in my toaster, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You Helen have a very has, fancy toaster. I have a very fancy toaster, and Helen now has a four-slice toaster that was mine uh, because- Which originally was our mother's, so I have like oh a God, you're right. super hand-me-down yeah. toaster for some reason. It's a good toaster, though. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I, I mean, a... like, let me be clear. I could buy a toaster. Like, yeah. it's not like- Yeah, it's only because, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I bought a, we, we bought a ridiculous, ridiculous toaster that makes this adorable noise. It has like a it's a smart toaster. We don't need to go down this road either. <laughs> it's called Another the revolution. Day. If you want to look up the revolution toaster. Is that what it's also, called? Yes. Also <laughs> revolution toaster. If you'd like to be a sponsor, you know, or something, or oh, yeah, if, uh, totally. someone, or if some listener would like to mail Helen her own revolution toaster Ooh. and we can talk about it. Revolution you know, we heard about toaster. Slash believe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we learned about it from another podcast. Anyway. Hmm. You plug a device in and what's happening there is charge is flowing. So when we talk about okay. current, mm-hmm. that is charge flowing through something. Right. And so I want to bring this up again when we talk about the headlights in Mulder and Scully's car oh. a little bit later in the episode. So I just wanted to, to lay this out now. Great. So why would that cause... So they, they say that his body temperature is still normal, mm-hmm. even though the time of death was six hours ago. What would that have anything to do with that? I'm with not, the electrostatic I mean, charge? Not, I'm not a biophysicist, so I'm okay. I'm way talking out of my element at this point. But <laughs> I mean, <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> but I don't really know. I, I mean okay. I think that things heat up when charge moves through them, right? Yeah. Like, like a light bulb. Or, uh-huh. or yeah, or a toaster, the heating element <laughs> uh-huh. of a toaster. Yeah. But yeah, even things you don't intend to, like when my students hook up a circuit and they have mm-hmm. a little resistor in the circuit and they turn up the voltage too high, the resistor, like, I'm like, you guys, I smell smoke and oh, burning plastic. Let's turn this down, you know? <laughs> so, so that happens. Things mm-hmm. get hot when current moves through them. Electrostatic charge is not associated with heat. And so Mm -hmm. that is what I was doing some research about uh, yesterday. I have some thoughts on it. I'm going to talk more about electrostatic charge and temperature in a bit. But yeah, as far as like the human body, I'm not, I have no idea. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, and like you said, so the larynx, esophagus, and hyoid have all been crushed, but there are no surface lesions. So uh, the bones and some of the harder soft tissues in the neck have been crushed with nothing appearing to have damaged the skin on the neck. Right. And that was fun because I have studied the hyoid before. Yeah. I think of you and I think of like the only context I hear about the hyoid is like murdery stuff and you. Oh Yeah. Yeah, and see, so that's that's one of the questions because sometimes when someone is strangled, sometimes when someone is hanged, mm-hmm. these sorts of things can sometimes break the hyoid, but mm-hmm. it's not as consistent as people once thought. Like it's not okay. like you're going to 
necessarily have a break there. The hyoid is this U-shaped bone that is, yes, U-shaped, and it's in, it's the only bone in our body that does not articulate with any other bone. So it maintains connections um, through nine different ligaments and muscles to the rest of our vocal tract, but it doesn't actually articulate, meaning form a joint with any other bones. So it's free floating. What's the point of it? Just out of curiosity. Yeah. So um, it helps regulate speech, swallowing, and breathing. So yeah. Those are pretty important. Those are pretty important. So the hyoid, sometimes we see differences in people with chronic sleep apnea. Really? Yeah. Sometimes, well, it can also be looked at like there's a whole biological anthropology side of it where people look at hyoid bones from say Neanderthals to see if they would have been capable of speech because a lot of mammals, I want to say most mammals, but I don't know if that's correct. Most mammals have hyoid bones. (laughs) Yes. Very cute. Yeah. (laughs) Um, which allow them to make noise, but not necessarily make speech. So depending on the position of it, so how it's angled, and then also depending on its position relative to the cervical vertebrae, so the bones in the neck, so how high up it is. Okay. So like I published a paper just last year where we looked at the hyoid bone in the vocal tract as children were growing from CT scans. And saw that there are changes during puberty where the hyoid bone will change its angle and change some of its shape relative to the rest of its structures Hmm. in males versus in females. Okay. So that's the hyoid bone. Okay. Primer on that. All right. It's it's a cool little bone. Yeah. And it normally wouldn't be crushed if nothing was crushing your neck. Right. (laughs) Yeah. It's not a self-crushing bone. (laughs) It's it's not. None of them are, really. (laughs) So then these non-FBI people dismiss Mulder and Scully. Oh, and they're like, have you seen anything like this? And Mulder's like, nope. Right, which is a lie, of course. And Scully says to Mulder after they leave the room that he lied. And uh, Mulder says, I didn't lie. I willfully participated in a campaign of misinformation, which I felt like was supposed to be some sort of quote. Yeah, I felt that way too. I didn't actually look. I didn't either. <laughs> uh, so Scully says that Mulder lied. He claims he didn't. He was just being misleading. And he believes it is psychokinetic manipulation, which Scully replies, you mean how Carrie got even at the prom? I've also never seen Carrie. Oh. And then Classic. we're... Yeah, I know. I but should. it's not like... I mean, like, it's pretty disturbing. I'm not going to be it? like... Oh, sure. Yeah, because her mom is super abusive, and the, ch- oh. the, the teenagers are so cruel to her. Oh, really? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. It's not a fun ride. So. Oh, okay. Then we're back in the office, and we see Lauren and another woman being mean to Lauren. And as she's being mean to Lauren, her coffee spills out of nowhere. So her coffee starts, like, rattling, and it spills on the desk. Clearly no one touched it. And then, yeah, we're kind of meant to put the two scenes together and think, oh, Lauren has these uh, telekinesis Mm -hmm. powers like Carrie or something, maybe. Right. Right. Getting back at all these mean women in her office. Yeah. She says she's resigning. And we then see her talking to the other boss, essentially. So not Howard Graves, but like his partner, Partner? I guess. 
And we find out that Lauren was like a daughter to Howard Graves. The other guy we also find out is a creep and grabs her face when he kind of gets mad to like force her to look at him. And then suddenly his watch gets super tight and he's forced to let go. So it's like, you know, his watch is tightening on its own or something. And so he, he lets go. Yeah. And, uh, he's trying to get her to not quit, but she Mm -hmm. leaves and is like, you know, after, after he has to let her go, she's like, nope, you get my two weeks. Right. Scully and Mulder then think they know who the two guys were. And so they go to Philadelphia to talk to the local PD. And Mulder sees a woman at the ATM as they're talking to the cop. So they're talking to him outside of where the bodies were found. And they Mulder sees a woman at that ATM and then thinks, oh, you know, we should pull the CCTV footage from the ATM. And they do. And they see Lauren being taken by the two guys and... There's a blurry image of a guy behind yeah. her. Yeah. Okay. Can we talk about that? Did <laughs> yeah. you see a face? They yeah. kept being, what is wrong with me then? I was like, I see nothing. I see really? nothing. Yeah. I, they, they kept being like, look, there's someone else there. Who else was on the scene? I'm like, I don't know. Some blurs. I did not see <laughs> anything. And then really? they even showed again later and I saw nothing. And I thought, is this just like the X-Files being weird? I don't no, know. I, I clearly saw Howard Graves. Oh, okay. I got to look at it again. Uh, yeah. I, okay. So I, I don't know what sort of issue I have, a special <laughs> Howard Graves specific face blindness. Yeah. But yeah. So, so everyone except me sees yes, another face in the ATM video. Yes. And so Mulder and Scully go to talk to Lauren. She does not want to talk to them. No, no, she does not. And they ask, have you seen the pictures of these two men before? And she denies it. But then Scully shows her an image from the surveillance, that one that Liz thinks is just blurry. And she can't tell them who the blurry guy in the background is. Right. And it's kind of a can't or won't. And it's clear she's just not telling them. Right. So they leave at that point? Yes. Mm -hmm. And that is when their car goes crazy. Yeah. And they can't stop it, and they start accelerating, and they uh, end up getting into a car crash with Mm -hmm. another car. And as they're dealing with that and coming out of that or whatever, I believe that's when they see that the headlights are still glowing on the car, even though, or maybe that's after they're released. Yeah, they take it to the mechanic. Yeah. Yeah, and nothing is wrong with the car, except now the lights won't, the, the lights are technically off, but are still turned on are still bright. Yeah. And so this is what I was looking up, right? So in an incandescent light bulb, for example, Mm -hmm. like normal type light bulb from, you know, I know nowadays we mostly have better ones, but certainly nineties type light bulbs, incandescent, Mm -hmm. a filament gets heated up Mm -hmm. by a current passing through it, charge moving through it. And when the filament gets heated, it glows. And so that incandescent it's being it's heat turning something into light right why Um, does it glow why does the current going over it make it glow so i mean light i feel like all i do is just talk about light i don't know it comes up a lot in the x files it's photons right so yeah yeah in the heating of it there's some process and i think i read that they often use tungsten Hmm. right where as it's heated photons in that that interaction are released 
and so we oh, see okay. light. I don't know about the details beyond that. Let me be honest. Okay. In the same way, I mean, you can think of it a lot of. I don't know if this helps, but like coals glow, right? When things are heated, yeah, that's they do weird, glow, isn't it? Right. Why do coals glow? Yeah. Huh. Okay. And same thing. I think. Well, yeah. Anything glow I mean, if you get it hot enough. When stuff gets hot, it glows. Yeah. Will anything? Well, I think if mm. it if it can hang mm. together. But it. I'm trying you know, to think of something. Like, I think if, if I was, I don't think I personally could be heated right. enough that I would glow because I would probably right. just burn mm. up before that. But tungsten or whatever you're using as filament gotcha. in a light bulb, it gets heated, it glows. Um, but they keep talking about this mm-hmm. like electrostatic charge. And again, so I'm thinking electrostatic oh, charge sure. being right. on there is not, mo- it's not current that alone, just having the charge should not be heating the filament. Now, in order to get the charge on there, it had to move on there. So that would have been a current, right? Because if you went from it being not charged to charged, you had to right. Okay. So would this be like those radios? We actually have one where you like crank it and then it stays on for a while. Do you know what I'm talking about? And I think there are lights like that um, too, right? Where yeah, you like yeah. So, crank it really hard for a bit and then it'll stay on for a bit. I think of, so I don't know the details about how those work, but my understanding is that it's sort of hmm. like the opposite in that when you're cranking it, you're building up charge due to right. direct contact. Like, friction? What's the word I'm looking for? Okay. Sure. Let's say friction. There's another word I'm looking okay. for, but I don't care enough to think of it. And then that mm-hmm. charge is getting stored up and slowly released as a current to okay. run through the radio oh, or I whatever. See. In other words, you need a current to make that radio work. The charge just sitting okay. on there is okay. not doing anything. And so that's yeah. why I can't really make sense of the headlight thing. There would have been a current if we, if it went from charged to, or if it went from not mm-hmm. charged to magically charged, the charge did have to get on there. Mm-hmm. So there was a current at some point could it have that brief instant of current been enough to make it mm-hmm. heat enough to keep giving off light hours later? Okay. I guess, right. but I don't know how ghosts work, but I feel like what the, the episode is implying is that just the presence mm-hmm. of charge is making this glow, which is not okay. what cool. happens. So, so yeah, oh, that's, that's what awesome. I have to offer Great. about that. I had that. no idea. Fantastic. <laughs> I have some contributions sometimes, but they're mostly light-based. Yeah. So this leads Mulder to think that Lauren has psychokinetic powers, that or a poltergeist. And Scully thinks, yeah, he's much closer and, with uh, that one. Scully thinks that the two men, the two men that attacked her, um, it turns out they're from some sort of extremist group, terrorist group, and that the two men from that group attacking a woman who works for a defense parts manufacturer isn't that surprising and that there's just some sort of accomplice that lauren has that they need to find Mulder now thinks the accomplice is a ghost or whatever says the look on his face was my note (laughs) (laughs) so then they're in the car following lauren and taking lots of pictures of her they see her get pissed off at a guy putting a new sign over her boss's old parking sign. Which seems yeah. like, Lauren, yeah. you had to know what was coming, right? Like, yeah. he doesn't yeah. park there anymore. 
Yeah. And because his name was on the sign, Mulder and Scully look him up. I feel like sometimes I can't follow their logic. Like, thing, there are leaps that happen where I feel like we're not getting the whole picture. But in this episode, I felt very much like, oh, okay, well, it makes sense that they'd follow her. It makes sense because they see her looking at that sign. Yeah. Like, everything seemed, I don't know. It was an, a nice refreshing. Yeah. Refreshing. Yeah, I would agree with you. <laughs> refreshing clarity. So then they look him up on microfiche, which still exists. Um, yeah. Yeah. Horribly. Yeah, I was previously, I thought the like most dated thing I saw was, well, first in the episode, you see like a really old looking Pepsi can. Oh, um, really? And then, oh, yeah. And then also the reason Lauren's at the ATM to deposit her paycheck. Oh, and, God. Like, yeah. It, it, for a second, I was like, wait, what do they mean? Oh, yeah. It wasn't direct deposit. Yeah. Duh. And then, yeah, then they're using the microfiche. So, so we have some early 90s reminders there that, like, I mean, yeah, I just like some part of me forgot yeah. that paychecks were not direct deposit. Yeah. I knew that. I were I had a job in the 90s. I should have yeah. known that. But yeah. yeah. And like if you wanted, you could deposit at the ATM in like these little envelopes, right? That you'd have to fill out and then like slide it through a slot. It wasn't like you, you just you couldn't. You still do that. You can still do that. At ATMs? Yeah, I oh. just did it. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Is that how you deposit Because yeah, I can't. Yeah. Why don't you just use your app? You don't have an app for your phone where you can do it? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Look who's stuck in the 90s now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I get like checks from like Rakuten yeah. and they're for like eight bucks or two bucks. And I'm like, oh, good. I get to go to the bank What's and Rakuten? deposit this stupid check. It's this thing mom told me about with like, you get it for, it's an extension for Chrome hmm. and you go to a certain website to make or to buy mm-hmm. something. And then a little thing will pop up and be like, oh, if you click this, you'll get this percent cash back mm. through Rakuten. And then when you get to a certain amount, they send you a check. Mm. And it's really, really easy. But unless you happen to hit the right stores on the right days, uh, it's usually not much cash. Okay. But then you have these small checks that you need to deposit. Yeah. yeah. And so I've just been driving to the bank. I bet your bank has an app. I would be extremely surprised. I have a small All local right. bank and my I'll bank up, has an app. I'll, I'll update you all next week yeah. on whether or not my bank has an app. <laughs> or if you're banking uh, in some sort checks. of weird, like, I don't know, yeah. 19th century. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> on a very related note to both of those things, when I first moved to Madison, I was walking around downtown near the square and someone came up to me oh, yeah. and said, you know where the nearest time machine yeah. is? And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> I am in like a sci-fi movie. But no, it, T-Y-M-E is... Uh, name for ATM. Which is still confusing, I maintain. Yes. I still don't like yeah, that. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I'm yeah. going to call it an ATM. So Scully looks him up in the microfiche where she's looking through recent news and uh, see that he had recently died by slitting his wrists in the bathtub. So right. then they're back to following right, right, Lauren. Right. He slit his wrists in the bathtub. Right. I was thinking he drowned. Well, we're getting that. to something similar. Okay, okay. So they follow her again and they see her at his grave. And I was thinking then, like, did they have an affair? Like, why? I don't know. Clearly, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I have a lot of bosses I've really loved and I would attend their funerals. Yeah. But I don't have any bosses that I would go visit their grave. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. But maybe that's on me. Yeah, I still miss... 
I mean, I still miss Dr. Bond, my advisor yeah. in, in grad school, you know, yeah. but, um, but yeah, I guess, I mean, I guess she's worked there for years. Yeah. They're seeing each other every single day. That's true. We won't judge Lauren's grief. Can we won't be one of those bitchy no. people at her work. No. Yeah. She can do no. what she wants. Can we talk about the employee at the graveyard? <laughs> yes, please. Well, hold on. So first okay. of all, so she leaves and Mulder and Scully go to look at his grave and they see that the grave next to his is that of a Sarah Graves who died at age three. Right. And so they're assuming it's, it's his daughter. And so then they turn to ask someone for more information about the graves and we see this really weird <laughs> yeah. cemetery employee who's like, <laughs> I thought they'd, they're going to have to go somewhere with this guy. He's going to get involved later or something yeah. because why did they make him this weird? But maybe it was just a character choice and he <laughs> yeah. went with it. But like he had a lot of information and he was like, oh, I'm the last one who sees these people. I see everything. I attend every funeral, but I'm not conveying how weird he was. Like my words aren't doing a good enough job. He was very, very strange. It was very much like I, I got the sort of vibe that he'd be a side character going like, I haven't seen Howard Grave in a hundred years or something like some sort of like ghosty. Yeah. 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 He, he had a vibe. Yeah, so he gave them all sorts of information about Howard Graves' life, which I guess maybe they had to make him weird because a normal employee wouldn't know all that stuff. But if he's real bizarre (laughs) and, like, super into the lives of these people, then maybe we could explain. Yeah, maybe. And he can provide more information. But yeah, indeed, Sarah was his daughter. She died when she was three. She drowned in a pool. Um, I think that's what you're thinking. Yeah. 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 And then his wife left him and also died but is buried elsewhere. Yeah. Which is pretty tragic. Also, I didn't really know how it added to the story at all. Either of those things, to be honest. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you need Sarah to be Lauren's age, to be like, this is why he was such a father figure to her. But I don't know. I feel like, why couldn't you be? All we get from that is, yeah. Yeah, Is them saying like, oh, she would have been Lauren's age. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know. I felt like, why couldn't he be a father figure to her? Anyway. Anyway, yeah. 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 Then we see Mulder developing film, which is like, why and how and using (laughs) what? Like, (laughs) since when does Mulder develop his own film? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And it's from when they were following Lauren. And uh, in the film, he sees a man standing behind her in her window who wasn't there when he took the picture. So all very, all very ghosty. Yeah. And then they enhance the photo and see it's Howard Graves. And so Scully's thinking he must be alive. Right. And so they cut, is that when they cut to that woman? Um, oh, because they say he's ba- he was cremated, but his organs were. Oh, not yet. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> First, because she was awesome. Yeah. First, we see Lauren asleep, and her cat growls and runs off the bed, which is never a good sign. Oh yeah, no. Because cats only do that if there's a ghost. My, is my understanding. That's my understanding of cats. Granted, yeah. I haven't yeah. had one in a while. Yeah. She hears footsteps up the stairs, which made me so glad I don't have stairs. <laughs> she also has a very cute house. I thought. I like oh, her house. Yeah. It's kind of yeah, yeah it's kind of like 20s, yeah. 30s. And it's very cute. Yeah. 
she opens the bedroom door and then walks down the hallway with a baseball bat, which like, just call the police, Lauren. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. God. And she hears voices coming from her bathroom saying, no, don't do this to me. Oh my God, of course. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then she, so she walks into the bathroom again. Don't do that. Um, And still here, and here's the voices behind the shower curtain. And so she pulls back the curtain and we see the tub is filled with water and there's blood in it that's spreading out. And she says, they killed him. Yeah, it becomes clear what she was hearing was Howard Graves' murder. Yeah, yeah. So then we see Mulder and Scully, because Mulder thinks that he could be alive, visiting the medical examiner who had done his autopsy. And she was great. Yeah, so so it's like, maybe he's alive. We can find out because mm-hmm. he donated his organs. Um, we can test that or whatever. Right. Um, to make sure it was really his body. Right. And she's like, Howard Graves is very dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it was, it was a good shot. It, it was, was nice. And so, yeah, they confirm he's definitely not alive. Yeah. He is not alive and in Lauren's house. Yeah. He is very dead. Yes. And then we see an office party to send Lauren away. And the first lady that was being kind of irritating towards her, sad she's leaving. I don't know. It just felt very disingenuous. I felt like she, <laughs> you don't care that yeah. she's leaving. Yeah. Um, she goes in his office one last time and the creepy boss shuts the door behind her. He says that he knows Howard told her and uh, she says, you'll do to me what you did to Howard. Um, and so she calls Mulder very smartly. Yes. Yes. Very smart. Mm-hmm. And uh, like says, come over as soon as you can. And so then when she's waiting in her house for Mulder to get there, somebody comes to her door. I'm an idiot. I'm assuming it is indeed Mulder. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, you know, her door like bars itself. Mm-hmm. Like her stuff like starts blocking the door. So whoever it is can't get in. And very, it's clear like Howard very, is doing this yes. to protect her. And I'm thinking, well, come on, Howard, Mulder. She called Mulder there. <laughs> no, idiot. Um, they're... Uh, it's more people from that terrorist organization mm-hmm. coming to kill her. Yeah. It was all very Beauty but, and the Beast, I thought, with the furniture, like, moving to block the door. Oh, yeah. Very Gaston yeah. storming the castle. Yeah. Yeah. If Gaston was then, you know, choked to death by a ghost yeah. once he got inside. That'd be neat. Because that's what happens. Both those people yeah. are killed by Howard Graves. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what happens. Gaston is... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you haven't seen the new version. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was funny that the two, like, criminals that are breaking in were, like, wearing leather jackets. And they've got, like, their hair slicked back. I don't know. They just looked very, like... They did have kind of a, like, 1950s hood yeah. to them. Yeah. 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 And one of them, very menacingly, comes in and is, like, kind of going towards Lauren once they finally break the door down and says he's going to go run the bath, which I oh, thought right. was genuinely yeah. creepy. Yeah. He does not make it that far, though. No. 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 They're both killed. Yes. Um, and Mulder and Scully pull up, and they hear screaming in the house, and they bust in. But they see, then, the guy being held up in the air by nothing, and Lauren cowering. Yeah. And so then they take her to some sort of station, and she won't talk. Yeah. Nope. And then they're kind of at odds with each other, because Scully... Mm-hmm 
talks very movingly to Lauren about how important it is to not let living jerk boss get away with whatever it is that he's getting away with through the company and they're linked to this terrorist mm-hmm. organization and uh you know talks about this sort of responsibility lauren has this gift that she has since she has the ability to to stop this that she should yeah. and Mulder's kind of like ah come on we could have witnessed some psychic phenomenon and had proof why are you right stopping this i wasn't totally clear how her saying that was preventing yeah i thought the same thing yeah yeah i also felt like Mulder priorities man like same but eventually she does kind of talk to them and uh tells them that one night she went to howard's office and he was crying saying the company was in trouble that one time the other guy the other boss dorland i believe he came with the terrorist group and bought, um, like, bought a bunch of the parts, the defense manufacturing parts. Right. For huge prices. Like, he was, like, buying, right. they were buying them up. And Howard also found out that they had killed some sailors in Florida, I believe. Oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot. Yeah, they killed some sailors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they get a search warrant and they go into the office building and all these FBI agents and Mulder and Scully and Lauren are there and they're looking through things, trying to find something on Dorland, the other boss that'll implicate him. And he's all chill. He's yeah. like, whatever, you guys go for it. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we don't have him. Look, he's not, he's not nervous. We're not close. Yeah. And then he calls Lauren a stupid bitch and she attacks him. Oh yeah. Which was satisfying. Yeah. yeah. But then a ghost steps in. And starts making Dorland back off, like he's protecting Lauren. And then all this wind starts pulling out papers from the room, and the wind is also holding Dorland back at letter opener point. Um, and then the letter opener flips and flies into the wall across and like slashes down, opening up the water, the not the water, the wallpaper. And so we can see there is evidence hidden behind the wallpaper mm-hmm. and that's what they need to find in order right. to get him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this evidence was in the form of a floppy disk, which was fun. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like how much evidence could they even fit on there? Yeah. I don't know. I know. yeah. yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Even CDs, like, Oh, you used to have yeah. to have so many CDs with pictures and stuff. Yeah. Oh, God. So Dorland will be prosecuted, which is good. So Ghost Howard Graves did his job and protected Lauren and showed the evidence of, you know, yeah. Dorland's bad things. Lauren is sailor killing ways. Yes. Yes. Sailor killing yeah. ways. Lauren's still going to move. And Scully and Mulder kind of say bye to her. And this I thought was... So they're then, like, getting into the car, and Mulder goes, Hey, Scully, do you believe in an afterlife? And she says, I'd settle for a life in this world. And then suddenly he's saying, Have you ever seen the Liberty Bell? And they drive off, presumably, to see the Liberty Bell. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and since we do like to do some research, and uh, there's talk about, Do you think it's open? Should we see it? And she's like, It's a big bell with a big crack, yeah. you know? And he's like, Well, I've never seen it. Since you and I do research, I decided to look at the hours for the Ooh. Liberty Bell. Given that it was dark out, probably it wasn't going to be open because if the hours were similar back then right now it's nine to five now isn't it just outside can't you just i have no i thought you'd seen the liberty bell if i had i forgot 
all I remember about Philadelphia, basically all I remember is that I had the best tofu of my life Ooh. at a Mexican restaurant oh. in a taco. It was so good. Really? It was, you know, yeah, it was really like dense, mm. you know, and chewy, not like all soft. Yeah. And it had like a really nice glaze on Ooh. it. That was kind of sweet and spicy. In a taco? In a taco. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it was fantastic. Well, now I want to go to Philadelphia. Yeah, huh. and I can't remember the name of the restaurant, but I'd know it if I saw it. Okay. It was a big place, and it was probably, like, not super authentic Mexican right. is my guess. Hmm. Yeah, it was delicious. Uh, and that is what I know. If I saw the Liberty Bell, it wasn't on purpose. <laughs> I have no memory of seeing I thought, it. Yeah, I, I mean. you were there at night. Didn't you run into it? Oh, I mean, it? I was. Oh my God, you're thinking of the Victory Bell at NIU. What is the Victory? Oh, what is. <laughs> do you feel like telling that at, story? I do. Okay. <laughs> at Northern Illinois University, they have a bell called the Victory Bell, not nearly as large as the Liberty uh. Bell. And the idea is it is rung when the football team wins or something, I guess. Mm. I don't actually know, but it's a bell. Where is it? It's just on campus? Uh, it's on campus, yeah, okay. and it's in like a little shelter thing. Hmm. And so, me and my friend Andy were walking back from my friend Amanda and my friend Sandy's dorm room, hmm. and we'd just been watching the X Files till like <laughs> three a.m. And we were walking back to my apartment, and we had passed by the Victory Bell, and I don't know if I'd never seen it before or never really noticed it. It was the middle of the night, and it has a long rope hanging from it. And so I tried really, really hard to ring it. <laughs> how how high failed. up the ground? Like how the bell? Yeah, like how long is the rope? Is it like your height, or is it like low? Um, I would say the bell was probably like at a height where it's not like normal ceiling height, okay. but still like a ceiling you could see in a house if it had like nice high ceilings. Okay. Okay. Oh, Maybe 12 okay. feet. Okay. You know, so the bell's up that so high. The so the lid like it touched was like where? The bell. The, not the What'd lid. What'd you say? The like opening, the rim was like where to you in height. I probably couldn't have touched it. The yeah, I, I think you're misremembering the story. Okay. Because <laughs> I did not run into the bell. <laughs> um, so... I tried to ring it. I grabbed the cord. I don't know why I thought, hey, it's 3 a.m. I should ring a bell. <laughs> um, but I was trying really, really hard, and I just wasn't strong enough to make it ring. Mm -hmm. I was moving my hand back and forth, like swinging this rope, and it just would not make the clapper hit the sides of the uh -huh. bell. So my friend Andy, who's quite a bit bigger and stronger than me, watched me do this and thought, this must be really difficult. So he swung it as hard as he could, <laughs> and it rang really 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 loud and so we both instinctively took off but unfortunately it was in the same direction as each other and we ran into each other and hit our heads and fell onto the ground and and and, and hurt ourselves and so that is the bell-based story that you are thinking okay. of <laughs> i'm pretty sure the liberty bell is not something i would be able to physically run into if i wanted to i think they probably secure it okay um, but the victory bell was available okay for ringing well i'm really glad <laughs> i asked i forgot that yeah me too <laughs> what is the liberty bell then Oh God! Don't ask me All questions. Right. I don't Never know. Never mind. It's a big bell with a crack in it. Yep. A big crack From in it. That's something revolutionary. Definitely got something to do with revolutionary yeah. war times. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Probably yep. there was victory involved. 
Mm, or Liberty. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like now we cut to me like 10 years from now and like one of my children asks about the Liberty Bell and I start just telling them the story of you <laughs> running. <laughs> well, you know, Auntie Liz. Yeah. yeah. Ran into that. And that's why it's cracked. <laughs> <laughs> a really big head (laughs) it's true yeah so then we see lauren working in nebraska now and there's another woman being mean to her another terrible woman i don't know how you did things at your last job but here in the midwest it's important to be punctual yeah i feel like come on and as a midwesterner i feel like yeah there are plenty of people that are late all the time excuse me yeah i'm one of them yeah yeah and then we see her coffee start to shake, the woman, just like how it had on that other mean woman's desk. Oh, but then it's just a truck going by, and it's kind of like, oh, yeah. the Howard has is now at peace. He wasn't the one yeah. shaking the mean woman's coffee. It was just a truck. I still kind of didn't like that it ended with Lauren at another job where someone's being a jerk to her, though. Yeah. Like, couldn't this have had, like, a better ending where then the woman, like, if I were writing this, yeah. I would then add a line where the woman is like, I'm sorry, Lauren. I'm being really crabby today. I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. It's okay that you were late or something yeah. like that. And it would feel a little bit better. I'd feel a little better about that. See, things. I would have liked to see her like in New York now and she's like going to art school or doing something like actually fun Ooh, yeah. um, and not just more I secretarial like work where people are mean to her. Yeah. Yeah. And I imagine she also finds love while she's there. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although maybe that happens in Nebraska. Maybe we should write some Lauren Pike <laughs> fan fiction. I wonder if there's any out there already. I wouldn't be As surprised. Like, I mean, they say that if you can think of it, there's fan fiction for oh, it. Oh, really? So, I mean... Is that what they say? Look, have you looked up Property Brothers fan fiction? No! That's a oh, thing? Helen, you have... No idea. I don't think I want to have any idea. I don't even want to tell you what I have seen. Oh my god. (laughs) So, like... All right, no, I'm going to say it. I'm just going to say here, you want to turn off the episode now? (laughs) Before you hear this, you go ahead. Our parents. Yeah. Yeah, you can't unhear this. Oh no. I was watching the Property Brothers at RollerCon. Me and Wolf and Adam were watching it, and we were like... I don't know, talking about fan fiction and, and somebody said, oh, you know, I wonder if there's, cause we were talking about what do you think their lives mm-hmm. are like? And I was like, I bet there's property brothers fan fiction. So I looked it oh, up no. and indeed people have collected here are the weirdest stories people have written about the property brothers. And there are ones where they're in love, oh, no. which is real gross, real gross. But the worst thing is that's not the worst them... thing. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> is pregnant oh no (laughs) yes with the other's child presumably yeah somehow they're gonna be like parents together oh no so the property brothers and i was just like laying in my hotel room in vegas screaming (laughs) oh god (laughs) i couldn't if you can think of it it's probably fan fiction i could not think of that though i know i know i know huh Man, I wonder if yeah. they know. I mean, yeah, I don't yeah. know. 
would would you want to know? No. No. Yeah. I would not want to know. I feel like I would. I feel like I'd want to know. <laughs> Although fan fiction where I'm pregnant would not be nearly as unsettling. Yeah. It'd be real unsettling. Yeah. Because who's writing fan fiction about me? <laughs> like, you know. That makes me, that for some reason reminded me of that guy in uh, Seinfeld with the mannequin um, who <laughs> makes that mannequin. Elaine. Yeah. Is obsessed yeah. with Elaine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I call this model the Elaine. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, please don't write fan fiction yeah, good about Lord. us. Yeah. Unless it's like really cool. Yeah. If I get a sword, yeah. I'm on board. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to be pregnant. Yeah. 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 I I just would like, you know, some sort of dragon riding. I don't know. I've been reading a lot of fantasy books lately. All right. So maybe do write (laughs) fan fiction about us where Helen rides a dragon and has a sword. (laughs) And I'm just, I don't know, not pregnant. I can do whatever as long as. Also, I think it goes without saying no incest because that's horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, the poor property brothers. Good God. Yeah, I mean, I have okay, a lot of issues I, right, with, with right, them anytime. anyway, but that is not something I wish on them. Oh, really? You they just annoy them. me. Oh, they okay. annoy me. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, so, I'm not going to get too serious with this, but I, for people who don't know, I lost identical twin boys, or I did not lose yeah. them. They died. Um, yeah. And um, so, identical twin boys sometimes hit like a, a weird note with me. Yeah. But also I have brothers-in-law. Zach's brothers are identical twins. Um, and they are tall and dark haired. And I feel like the property brothers are like doofus versions of my brother-in-laws. <laughs> <laughs> so That's awesome. Yeah. I don't know. So it's, it's partially like, you know, yeah. Well, why they relate to your own life in weird ways? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, but I don't wish that on them. No, no. <laughs> no. Cool. Well, well, on that, on that note, note, we got it next week. Yeah, um, next week, Ghost in the Machine. Yeah, I yeah. Now I remember not liking that. I think. Here's what I recall, and I could be wrong because I generally am. <laughs> but what I think I recall is that this should have some really good '90s hacker moments oh. for us. So, we'll see. yeah, I just remember being bored by all the computer stuff. But now, yeah, it might be. I, I think it fun. could be really goofy. Yeah, cool. yeah, cool. All right, and uh, follow us on Instagram. Um, follow us on however you listen to your podcasts, and. Send us some messages if you have comments. We want to believe pod at gmail.com or we want to believe pod on Instagram. All right. See you next week. Bye. Bye.